Welcome to this edition of In the Author's Voice. I'm Jeff Williams. Author Kate DiCamillo is out with her latest novel. If you're not familiar with her work, you might want to ask your kids or maybe your grandkids. The two-time Newbery medalist's latest book for young readers is Ramey Nightingale. I recently talked with DiCamillo about the book. Yeah, so the book is um, set in Central Florida, um, where I grew up, and it's also set in the mid-70s, which is when I grew up. So it is not in any way uh, autobiographical, but it has autobiographical elements. Um, so it's the story of Ramey Clark, whose father has left, and Ramey gets this idea that what she's going to do is she's going to enter the Little Miss Central Florida Tire Contest, and she's going to win it. And then when she wins, she'll get her picture in the paper, and that will make her father come home. So that's kind of uh, the basic setup. But what happens is Ramey signs up to take baton twirling lessons, and in those lessons uh, she meets um, two other girls, Beverly Topensky and Louisiana Elefante. And with these girls in tow, things the, the whole story kind of moves in a totally different direction away from uh, the baton twirling and uh, the contest and into uh, something entirely different. So there you go. That's the setup. I know that you usually take take a look at, 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 at aspects of life, and I know that uh, at least in in some of the other work that I'm familiar with, there's always this sense of of impossible being being possible. I, I'm assuming that's a theme that carries through in in this book as well. Yes, yes, and I and I love that 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 that's a good thing to be known for the impossible becoming possible, and um, it's true here. This is a story that's very much grounded in the real world. But there is um, this thing that happens where you deal with the harder realities, the missing parents, and you find what's possible through uh, learning to connect and love the people that are around you. These girls become really, really good friends, and they learn to rely on each other. And to me, that seems the most uh, uh, happy ending in the world. You know, yeah, reading through some of the galleys, and that uh, there, I guess, is uh, or has been or is a kind of a comparison to uh, to Stand by Me. So this this story will be, I would assume, will be kind of familiar, will bring true with 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 readers. Uh, well, Stand by Me, that's a nice comparison. I like that. Um, uh, I, and I think that all of us. motivates you when you're or inspires you I guess when you're working on on these storylines that eventually become whatever your your latest work is it's 
always that thing where, you know, and, and when we talked last time, we were talking about um, a squirrel who had been sucked up in a vacuum cleaner and turned into a superhero. So it's it's an entirely different <laughs> thing, but it's the same thing that's leading me through each story, which is that uh, that light that I can feel that's kind of at the end of, it's like a long, dark hallway, and there's light that I can feel at the end of it. And that's what I'm always working towards when I'm telling the story and what I can feel so palpably. It's like, let me bring all these people together. And, and that seems like, you know, the light. I never know how it's going to happen, and I don't know. I, so it's it's always just that's why it seems dark to me because I'm, like, trying to feel my way through things. But I know I'm always working towards that light. Your books have been have been uh, very successful and 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 well well received. Is it? Do you think does it have to some degree the, that um, kind of sense of hopefulness that that you have in your in your writing that despite what these characters may be going through that that it'll be okay in the end? I would love it if if that's what people are responding to. I would love it if that's if the books make them feel hopeful, and if that's why they connect with the stories. I, I can't think of a better compliment than that to, like, close a book and to feel um, more hopeful. That, 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 that would be wonderful. What draws you into um, this particular kind of age group? It goes right back to your last question. It's the hope. And it's, you know, Catherine Patterson, who... Um, is one of my personal heroes and has written beautiful books for kids, uh, said, and I'm paraphrasing because I can't remember the exact quote, when you write for children, you're duty-bound to end the story with hope. And that's part of the reason that I love writing for this age group because of that demand, the demand of hope. Um, And it makes me uh, a better, more hopeful person when I'm writing for kids. And also there's, when you write for kids, there's always that, you know, your, your impossible becoming possible thing. Um, that is more likely in a book for kids, the impossible becoming possible. And I love that, that possibility. As Ramey Clark and her, and, and her adventures in, in, uh, in in this particular book come together you, you mentioned down how that this kind of at least loosely away draws on on some of your experience or at least life and in 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 growing up do your characters ever teach you anything about yourself yes and it's it, it seems particularly true with this book because each one of these girls um has holds some part of me but there's also something that happens towards the end of the book, which I won't, you know, give away. and I won't say any spoilers, but that taught me something about um, it's this notion that uh, there's always you, you are, we are all stronger than we think we are, and we're all capable of things that we don't know that we're capable of. And that's part of what I learned in writing this book. As you go through this process, and and what is it that 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 sparks you creatively as you move on from? I mean, I, I understand authors that do series series, but when you're doing one-off or standalone books, what what is kind of the creative spark that kind of creates the next idea? You know, I never know where it's going to show up. 
um, so that because strange things will pop into my head, and uh, sometimes I'll see something that will provoke a story idea. But like for this one, I don't know where it came from. I just know that I can go back and then I have notebooks that I carry with me all the time, and I wrote down the words "Little Miss Central Florida Tire Contest." And um, I thought that was so funny. And I thought, okay, I'm going to write a funny book about an inept child, i.e. me, who enters like a a beauty contest. And um, so, you know, I never, I don't know where Little Miss Central Florida Tire Contest came from. All I've learned about doing this is that I always want to have that notebook because when those things go through my head, I want to be able to write them down and hold on to them. And um, I'm just kind of always on the lookout for phrases like that or for things that I see in the world that will then I can take and turn into a story. I'm just always kind of keeping my eyes open and my ears. What do you hope that uh, the readers take away from Rami Nightingale, other than having an enjoyable time reading it? What do you hope that they take away from the book? Hope. The very thing that you, we were talking about earlier that if they if if they walk away feeling more hopeful more connected to the people around them more empathetic that would be that would be a huge gift to me if that's what readers took away from this that's author kate DiCamillo. her latest novel for young readers is rainy nightingale available from candlewick press in the author's voice is an online feature of wsiu radio a listener-supported service of southern illinois university i'm jeff williams